0: Let's record it. It's brilliant. I didn't write any of that stuff down that we said, so I need you to... Oh uh,
1: God, it's like it's our first day. I know you left the meeting there I when I hit the button. <laughs> I
0: thought like, that, that would have been great because if yeah. you'd have left the meeting in, in response to me saying that, I probably would have been sat here thinking, shit, it's done. <laughs> shit. <laughs> or shit. I'll just record my own podcast, won't I? <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I mean, I have done that. I think I have done that a couple of times. So it would be all right. I'd just waffle about, you know. I don't know. Whatever comes to me, like I do. Yeah. 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 It's in the future, Ellie Crow, isn't it? Because we're recording this so that, because you're you're with the kiddos for the summer holiday, so we're currently in the future now. Don't trip me out.
1: The summer holidays have started early because Pearl was sick on, uh, well, early hours of Monday morning. Uh, And for the parents out there who've had to clean sick from a top Bunk, <laughs> bunk bed. It's great. Just you put <sighs> your headphones on and have a party. I bet you did. Oh, my, my my. Sell and it, then, and there's that bang. moment where you see the chunks going between the slats. No, not onto the bottom bunk below. That's all clean and made. Fortunately, you didn't have a sleeping Noah in it because no Noah was in my bed. You're reminding me of. I don't. I think
0: I did. It's horrible, isn't it? That I did vomit. Isn't that mad? With alcohol, so I well. remember like when I was younger and drinking, I used to do, uh, yeah, vomiting. And mm. then glad to not be doing that half as much. Half. <laughs> well, uh, l- less than half, <laughs> it's very rare, very rare. <laughs> Can happen. I think the last time it happened, I was in India. What oh, a wonderful start to a podcast! Welcome, everybody.
1: Yeah, welcome. Hope you're not eating your breakfast right yeah. now.
0: Welcome to. This is some verbal diarrhea from me and Ellie Crow. <laughs> Took the
1: it there as well. For the Good months. grief! Yeah. So anyway, so the summer holidays have started early. Holes, because of course when the kids are off sick, you can't send them back in for forty-eight hours. And then by the time I could send her back in, they're finished. They've broken up. So that's it. We're on some holidays now.
0: Oh, have you? Have we got any reviews to read out?
1: No. Sadly. Do you know,
0: i i got some I got some feedback on. Um,
1: TikTok the other day, someone, someone put. When you said some brilliant. feedback, was was, was it <laughs> some, some of that kind someone of put, um, feedback?
0: Face too close to screen, very annoying. Interesting content though. <laughs> I was I just responded and said, duly noted.
1: It's too close to screen.
0: I mean, my face is probably annoying if it's too close to the screen, but um, yeah. Um, Anyhow, I do a number of people. I do apologise to anyone who listens and thinks. I did. Someone else did comment the other day on some of our stuff and said, oh, "I can't, I can't, can't get past the first ten minutes of you lot." Um, but
1: you well, know, you, you can't, can't you just fast forward body. it.
0: Well, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, yes, yeah, so you can guarantee that probably the first four to five minutes is um, us nattering on about something or other. Um, having said that, what are we going to natter on about today, Ellie Crow? Asking for help
1: help me help
0: (laughs) yes yeah asking for help yeah because i'd said um uh, what was the thing i'd written down yeah not not seeking help but then obviously you know the layer Mm. before that is often well why is it that we feel that we can't ask for help and this is interesting because i think we both know that on the other side of the 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 asking is is a whole world of, of magical stuff but You know, for many of us, it's a difficult thing, isn't it? Mm. It seems to be.
1: Mm. Well, it was for me for a lot of years, for a long, long time, because Mm. I felt like I should be able to handle things myself. And because of being so achievement-oriented, I, there's, a, a sticky bit about self-worth so if I if I yeah. can't do something if I can't accomplish it on my own if I can't figure the thing out then what does that say about me it says I'm not good enough and then that doesn't bear thinking about so that was the thing that would often get me in the way no, get in the way of me asking for help not wanting to look stupid not wanting to appear mm-hmm. like I don't know something or can't do something ultimately sign of weakness which is utter bullshit but it, it's probably not that that won't be unique to me by any oh, man, it's so crazy. much stuff to talk about
0: you know it's funny because i think i think uh if i'd have been honest back in the day i was i've also been very like that very i'll go this alone um you know i'll figure this out And I think if you'd have asked me, I probably would have told you a bit of an egotistical twat and thought that that was like, yeah, I just know better than anybody else. Who else would be the expert in me kind of stuff. But underneath that, I think peeling in peeling back the layers, there was definitely flavors of. Yeah, like. Well, I should be able to figure this out, that kind of stuff, and some of it's even kind of invisible. And you know what? I think we're kind of we live in a society that trains us into individualism um and being very individualistic i'm using all these words with um suffixes and i'll probably mess something up in a minute it's my favorite thing to do Mm -hmm. um but that's interesting because the truth of the matter is that we are actually completely interdependent interdependent there we go interdependent on each other um and there's this interesting actually because there's this thing in in buddhism about this kind of reflection that you can you can make of even if you're kind of sat on your own say you are sat on your own watching your computer Well, if you actually let your mind wander for 10 minutes about or how that computer came to be you know and you'll go mm. through all these incredible kind of like experiences and you'll you'll land back through to the people that you know mind the you know the precious metals or whatever that are in your computer and all this kind of like like you'll see mm. That there is, even if we believe we're not, we're completely connected, and we're really this one into being. And the truth of it is that we're we're built to sort of grow together and help each other, but we've been trained into thinking that, you know, no, you know, independence, self sufficiency, all this stuff. But it, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it's a real trap, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, it it is, and it it perpetuates isolation and disconnect mm. and um my mind has just wandered where, from where i wanted to go
0: doesn't matter what's it wandered to
1: i don't know i've, I've, I've completely i've had one of those perimenopause oh right i thought you were gonna it say it wandered to
0: like anymore. you know a walrus oh, or no. something
1: oh, God, don't start that don't start where my
0: mind always goes, I'm not. It's not. I'm just. It's mad. How funny! How whenever I lose my train of thought, train, train. Oh man, I can't talk. Say the train of thought. I end up thinking about like some animal doing animals. something funny. Yeah. No, I do you
1: like were talking that. about I do like the funny animals. You were talking about it was. You were talking yeah. about the our interconnectedness. Yes. And there was something that prompted me to think about how that how it perpetuates itself when we become disconnected that, um, oh God, it's gone. It'll come back. Don't yeah.
0: Worry. Well, well, the thing that even in you saying that it t- takes me to this sort of um, feeling around what it's like to be, f- to feel like you're on your own little Island, like you're trying to figure something out and to be in the internal loops inside your own head. Um, and you just end up in this kind of looping logic of like, you know, I should be able to figure this out. Oh God, I can't, you know, I can't figure this out. I should Mm. be able to. And you end up in those worlds. And I think one of the most amazing things about reaching out for help. um, And I think it might be really cool for us to kind of define what help might even mean, because I, in my world, I can see how even, you know, for example, just, Oh God, just journaling or something could be like, help or reading reading a book on a subject or and i don't i think it's incredibly powerful to actually reach out to animate beings who can actually be with you and hold connection with you but there's something that happens when we bring in a layer of sort of objectivity that we didn't have before because you know, there's loads more room in, outside of our head than in it and often when we're rattling around inside our own head just getting something on paper or even just just talking something through with a friend or you know and then we can ov- obviously talk about the power of coaching and the power of therapy and the, and all those incredible kind of things that we can do um mm. but but often the first part of it is just 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 um getting out of your own head man
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and it came back to me
0: sweet i knew it would
1: it it reminded me of the that place that we can get stuck in of scarcity and lack, mm. and so the it very much being like a self preservation survival mechanism, but f- like founded fundamentally on misunderstanding that we're not deeply connected. And we have to like fight for survival mm. for ourselves. We have to, um, you know, that the whole thing like that. This like people will, um, not surprisingly, want to make sure they're they're okay, and won't necessarily be thinking about others. Sorry, I just wondered what the hell was going on behind me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, well, I heard a noise <laughs> and
1: then turned around and I thought, "Is that a pearl?" It's, it, it's clearly pearl, but I thought there was somebody invading my house there for a moment. So sorry, I t- took a moment of looking extremely scared. They, my they own survival. They've, they've mechanism. already invaded. Oh, it's the dogs. What are they doing? Right, hang on, we might have to pause this. Um, I've now got dogs. Pause. Go,
0: go, go, chasing dogs. Right.
1: Right, we're back. God, sorry about that. Right, what a bloody mess. So it, anyway, incoming of dogs, disaster, it's all right. It's kind of sorted out. Oh, you've brought a little animal friend, have you? Who's that?
0: Look at this. This is Remy.
1: Who, is that Remy the rat? Yeah. Hello, Remy. Lovely. Um. Right, so where, where I was trying to, uh, what I was trying to say earlier on was about that isolation, that um mm quite understandably when we're coming from a place of lack and scarcity and fear and anxiety it's all about us and what we need and our survival and we're not then thinking about others not in a we're being selfish kind of way but it's just this this inbuilt um, need for survival and the the fundamental point is that we we are all connected and we're not operating we might feel like we're operating in isolation but we're not and when we can orient from a place that is um one of abundance and belief that there is enough for everybody and we don't need to grasp and cling and chase then it's a really really different experience and we don't perpetuate that because it like it doesn't feel good trying to do everything yourself and having the belief that you're operating on your own and your survival's at risk like it's it's not a good place to be it's a very interesting
0: share actually and it reminds me of um so i remember when i used to sort of study buddhism avidly and things like that i can i can remember reading something that dalai lama had said once actually about how the, so someone had asked him about loneliness and had asked about, you know, what's what's your take on like, you know, do you not feel lonely, not having, you know, and there's just these questions. And he and he said no. And, and you know, he kind of asked, well, what's the what's the kind of much of Buddhist thinking on that? And it was really interesting because the answer that he gave was not where I'd have where I think a lot of people might expect someone to go. So I think a lot of people might expect people to go to the you know, surround yourself with people and loving relationships and all that kind of stuff. And obviously that's, you know, that's, it's not that that is, isn't helpful, but what he said was compassion actually. And, and what he tended to notice is that often in our, in times in our life where we're feeling lonely, it's less to do with how many people we're surrounded by and much more to do with, you know, whether we're inward looking. Mm. or whether we're outward-looking. And one way to be very outward-looking is to see that everybody is just, like we've said many times, doing the best they can and and having compassion for others. And that opens up to this sort of like um, orientation towards the interconnectedness of all things. And then suddenly we fall into this state where we you know, don't feel lonely, surprisingly, because we realize that we can never truly be alone. Now it's mm. interesting. There's an interesting thing. And I think there is something here about that because – we've been trained into thinking that, as you say, for many of us that asking for help is a sign of weakness, but what if, what if it was actually a sign of strength? What if actually it worked the other way around? What if what you've been believing is just innocently just been taking you up this path? And, 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 and like, just from a, from the male perspective, um, I think there are a lot of men who have been given the message and I'm sure many women too, um, sort it out tuck it under the carpet sort it out don't you know no vulnerability no emotion that's just that that's a sign of weakness um yeah it's interesting to Mm. to reflect on that but i think it's society at large for sure
1: yeah it's such a shame isn't it it's like being knocked off course for generations
0: yeah Um, and i think we're going to learn that i think we are actually we're learning the the lessons from that like we're we can see the impact of of the mm. the path that we've been on all around us and we're going to be forced but we are being forced back into the the reality that we're all connected because in the belief that we're not in the belief that we're separate we're able to do things that we could never do if we knew that we were connected you know if we were to to be able to feel just for a second the truth of some of the things that we're doing on on the planet right now both at a societal level um you know level in terms of um well every single level we wouldn't be able to do those things it's uh the the, the it allows us to bring denial and separateness and kind of and and a and a, and a, and a and disconnection and that's not what's going to help us you know turn turn what's going on around um gosh we do like to go like here here we are thinking we were going to be on something and and the, and there we are we've 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 gone three layers deeper but it looks important to mention that and then i think interestingly that will guide us towards the the kind of practical elements of this the practical elements of asking for help mm. Yeah.
1: well the, the, the first thing that seems important is this point about advocacy and you, like it, it has to start somewhere and you can't there, there are certain things like you can't expect somebody else to do it for you and and if you don't like the way that things are then you know change like it it ultimately starts with you so having that um there's there's that will there's that drive that's Ultimately, coming from something much bigger than all of us, but that that's unstoppable. That unstoppable force taking that and choosing to uh, be an active participant, and that being the catalyst or the the starting point, the the place to then ask for what you need or participate in what you need. So when I when I was going through. That sort of awakening around alcohol and um going into the alcohol experiment i remember feeling a large level of resistance around the, the sort of the, well the asking for help side of things part of it was i didn't want to spend 47 dollars and i had this whole i had a bunch of stuff around spending, <laughs> investing in myself spending money in myself um but part of it was like the ad, the admission that I need something else. I need to be in some kind of program. I need to um, have somebody else's assistance. But that I've I've talked many times about that willingness to be wrong, which came about from busting the belief about relaxation. And when I could orient from there well, I'm willing to be wrong about investing in myself. I'm willing to be wrong about, like even even when I went into the alcohol experiment, I still had the lingerings of, yeah, but I'll, I'll watch the videos, but I won't engage with the community. I won't allow myself to be vulnerable. And it literally lasted a couple of hours. And it was overtaken by fear of missing out because I can see all of these other people making connections and building this community. But that choice to participate couldn't come from anybody else i had to make the decision to invest in myself i had to make the decision to participate i had to make the decision to be part of that community and when we can al- allow ourselves i wouldn't have recognized it at the time in terms of that level of um the the guidance and the the what's happening with your um intuition. But when we can be open to that, it's really magical things happen. And all of the stuff around, like, I, I couldn't give a shit. When I was in the alcoholics. world I was having such a fabulous time, learning so much, feeling so free, feeling feelings that I hadn't felt for many, many years. Like, it, it, it didn't matter to me one bit. Like, the, the whole belief around Um, you know, I should be able to do this on my own or I shouldn't need to be a part of this or, but like the whole thing falls away, but it has to come from you. You have to be the best advocate for yourself. And that is ultimately overrunning these unhelpful beliefs. I should be able to do this on my own and opening up to something that is more real. Yeah, it's really interesting.
0: As you were talking, I kind of realised that when we ask for help, and this we could we could easily have titled this something different. What we're actually asking for is is understanding. It's like I, I want to understand what's going on. And the truth is that we can, like, other people can't help us anyway. Like, we can see stuff that can seem very helpful, but the truth is that we're we're having insights. We're seeing how our experience is created. We're learning about our beliefs. We're learning about th- these things that have been like they've been invisible. And then suddenly they're not. And then we might sort of ascribe those sort of like things that we've seen to the group that we're in or, or the course that we're on and stuff like that. But but I think the truth is that we, in asking the question and in saying, qua. There's something I just can't see. And, and and I think there's an act of, for me in particular anyway, there was an act of uh, just humility. I think this is the truth of it for me and maybe for many other people listening as well. I don't know. I can't speak for them. But I needed to own the fact that, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in life I do know a lot about. And I always had this kind of story of, you know, because whenever I've got into something, mate, you know this about me. I'll just, I'll lose myself in it and I'll go and absorb like three, 400 hours worth of shit on it. And I'll, and I'll sort of become quite well, uh, I'll get a lot of understanding about it. But, but the, you know, and that's, that's amazing. But the curse of that throughout my life, a lot of the time, has been the idea then that I sort of know better than anybody else. And actually, that I, you know, but I have blind spots, right? Of course I do. We all do. And in saying, I want to see something different, I'm kind of, you know, I'm sick of my own stuff. Like I want to just, I want this to change. And there's something like that's really powerful. It's very, very powerful to, to stop saying I should know better and which is innocent, but to actually start saying, huh, curiosity, like, is there something else to see? And a collective jump, like you described, be it, it it's almost like, when we step into an environment where there's you know five people or thirty people or three people or a thousand people who are looking in the same direction, the very the thing that we just learn immediately is, oh, I'm not alone in my you know innocent sort of lack of understanding here and then we get to just go on that journey of not feeling alone and instantly in that moment, like a whole pe- like pieces of the story that's kept us stuck start falling away and it, like even in that moment even the community right how many times do we hear just the just the fact of like suddenly you look around you and you're like oh just to use the you know the the alcohol experiment as an example there's a thousand people in here and they're all saying stuff like i say mm. you know, like that that alone is is amazingly helpful and the reason is as it looks to me is that if we've been on our own little island We we turn things that are very human and we make them incredibly personal. Mm. And just the act of seeing that, oh my goodness me, this is isn't just something that I struggle with is really, really, really profound for a lot of people.
1: It is. I spoke to a lovely lady earlier on today and the same feelings present that we've all had and that we see day to day in the places where we coach and it kind of broke my heart. Cause she said, I'm really embarrassed, mm. really embarrassed. Like you said, it, get, it all gets highly personal and it it's not. And I, I said to her that whatever you do as a result of this conversation, the most important thing is that you allow that to fall away. Like let that break apart because that that kind of mental noise, it it just just does one thing, and that's keeps us keeps us stuck, keeps spinning our wheels. So the most important thing to me, I just keep going back to that, that willingness to be wrong, that um, opening for like looking at it so it can be so hard to do because we carry around all this stuff that's unseen that we've picked up over the years but looking at things with truly with a fresh pair of eyes from a completely neutral standpoint it can it can change everything absolutely everything and then it's not about seeking anything. It's not about having somebody else provide you with the answer, having somebody else fix you or solve your problem. It's this beautiful process of discovery or rediscovery or remembering. And that feels really delightful and connecting and really formidable. You know, it's it's not it like it, it comes from a, a really strong foundation as opposed to like a a sticking plaster. Like if you've had ever had that experience of going to somebody to help you with, like on the rare occasion where I would ask for somebody's help with something, but then I'm mistakenly thinking that that person's going to give me the answer, they're going to um, provide me with the 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 solution, and. It, it doesn't feel good. it doesn't feel good because it's not true. It's not coming from um, where true wisdom comes from. So I I think the the thing for anybody listening to this is just just be willing to be willing to be wrong, be willing to be wrong about everything and anything and see what happens.
0: yeah it's a it's a it's a really powerful insight to realize that effectively we're seeing through our our own lens and that there are so many lenses out there and that yeah, I, I, it is very important. It's so funny because you start you you start looking into something like this, and you know, I think about myself, and I think that probably for the longest time in my life, I I wouldn't have been able to hear a lot of the stuff that we're talking about on this podcast, and yet at the same time. You know, that that's 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 okay. That's It's, it's kind of like, oh, man, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but there's kind of like this weird um, kind of paradox between choice, no choice, as in I was just doing what made sense to me based on all of the learning and the thinking and everything I had and all of the kind of conditioning and the society that I'm in and all that kind of stuff. And yet then at some point I did hear something, and it still doesn't mean that just because we hear the time to do something different kind of call to action somewhere in our soul it doesn't mean that that shit can't be scary or that we're like or that raising our hand for the first time um on a coaching call or that picking up the telephone to call someone and say hey i think i'd love to have a few sessions or Mm -hmm. getting that book to kind of help with emotional literacy or get it you know whatever it happens to be in our in each and our individual case I don't know about you it's kind of funny because the i've always found the moment i've done those and stepped into that kind of it's almost like a prayer like in the way that i kind of think about it it's like a ask asking for assistance um from something bigger than me but at the same time me and just kind of Mm -hmm. like put in this and then the moment i do that things look different instantly like it's just even in the act of asking even in the act of doing that something profound has already shifted because if you think about it the fact that you're doing that thing taking that action or listening to this podcast and and thinking yeah say, I'm going to ask for help in this then the and in, like stuff's already been happening there's all, the insights are already happening something profound has already shifted if if you can hear what we're saying on this call that's amazing. Whether it's the first time you've heard it or you're hearing it again or whatever it happens to be. Like, that's amazing. Trust that and just lean in and just see what happens because. Yeah. I mean, like I'm still, you know, and then we fall into our old patterns, you know, I'm, I'm the word, like we can be, the, uh, I, I've known for the longest time I need to like have more face to face contact during the week. I need to see more people. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's like, and I know that, and yet I can still get stuck in patterns of just like playing the same old patterns over and over and over again. Um anyway, bit of a bit of a waffle there. I don't know if uh I think some of that made sense and some of it didn't, but but there we go. <laughs> That's that pretty much sounds like a podcast, I think. Sums up my life. <laughs> yeah. Do you think do you think we want to talk about I think we did a little bit of that but like re- like talking about what we even mean because it doesn't look to me that there's any prescription for this like we're all going to have our own wisdom guiding us to whether we want to go into you know go and talk to a group of people or go and talk to a therapist or go and talk to a coach or go and grab that book for the first time or just open up to our friend or tell our partner about this thing or whatever it might be like it doesn't look like there's There's infinite ways that we might um, go about doing this amazing thing, asking for assistance. Um, Mm. Do you think there's anything else we need to do to kind of paint that picture or do you think?
1: Well, I think that you've talked about what the things, what the steps might be and There there isn't a right or wrong one, and there isn't a right or wrong time. There's just what makes sense to you when it makes sense to you. So all all you can do is create an environment of receptivity. So the the me that was receptive to the Facebook ad, Mm. the six vital things you need to know about moderation, I was receptive enough to open it up and to read it. Mm. I was receptive enough to question my unwillingness, my resistance to invest in myself, to join the alcohol experiment. Um, Funnily enough, this um, three o'clock in the morning after I cleaned up the sick from the bunk bed and I was sat on the, laid on the sofa with Pearl, I kind of made a bit of a makeshift bed on the sofa because she didn't want to go to sleep. And I was kind of wide awake or wide-ish awake from cleaning up sick. And, She's laid on the sofa watching something on the television. And I did the thing that I usually do, sort my emails out and what have you. And and I had this moment, like I don't go on Instagram. I, I do have a presence on Instagram, but it's a bit fleeting because I just I don't enjoy it. And something called me to go onto Instagram. And I followed that knowing onto Instagram. And there's a guy on there that I have followed for quite a long time who I really like um, his approach and his stuff. And um, the long mean? story short is I spent Sorry. quite a few thousand pounds on some training with him. <laughs> and it made me laugh because this morning I got an email from him saying um, that something along the lines of like, he was honored that I've joined his course and wow, what a leap of faith because I effectively just, you know, handed over thousands of pounds to join these two different courses with him. And and, and he's had like one, we've had one email exchange and and, and I just said but that that, that that's been heart led, right? That, that's knowing that you know ev- even in the being spaced out at three o'clock in the morning and you know d- scrolling Instagram at that sort of time is usually like you know shopping or <laughs> you, you know you end up with something that's mm-hmm. not going to do you any good. So to have been led to something that feels really right for me right now. wonderful but for somebody else, it'll be something else entirely. And it might not be three o'clock in the morning on Instagram, but it's just, it's that, um, it's just being open and being receptive and allowing that, that, that guidance to come forth. This lady that I was talking about this morning, I shared with her, I said that, um, talking about the whole alcohol subject. And I said to her that this thing that I've said before about like you couldn't pay me millions and millions of pounds you couldn't pay me to go back to drinking the way that I was so you know if somebody said I'll give you a million quid to drink again but it would have to be like you know not just one drink like drinking again like you couldn't there's no amount of money you could pay me to go back to that and she's after this conversation she said wow she said there's something really struck me when you you said that she said because Right now, if somebody offered me the same amount of money to continue on, there's just there's there's no way. There's no way. And this is somebody that's very much you know in that pointy end of alcohol, wanting to be free of it. And I said to her, Well, how marvelous is that? How wonderful that you have that knowing, that guidance pulling you to, you know, hit Google and find me and make make the connection arrange the call, show up on the call. Like that that's the thing that we we want to always be listening to because we'll never we'll never be we'll never be um uh it will never be taken anywhere else but the the right place for us at the right time. It's wonderful.
0: Really, really interesting that. And it's really cool that she saw that as well. It's funny, I've heard people say, you know, that that thing about You know, if I were to offer you a million quid, would you, uh, would you stop drinking, or would you have to think about it? And and often, and it's an interesting question because there was a time where I would have my answer one hundred percent would have been, oh, I need to think about that. From you know, for something that potentially could be, you know, and 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 obviously these things aren't like black and white, but it's it's interesting clearly how dependent i was way way back but you know i love what you said because actually the thing i was i was going to say something very similar i was going to talk about following the breadcrumbs and something that i've realized just just to say because i think one thing that can happen is that we can move from a space of not really doing any kind of um doing anything for ourselves and then we can get caught up in different energies so you know, ask me how I know this was definitely a lot of what was going on for me is that for many of us, we can then end up in this, i missing something in the answers out there search. And so I would just say to anybody, if you're following the breadcrumbs and there's this overwhelming, like got to do this now got to do this now need like need kind of energy to it like the cuz there's a lot of stuff out there on instagram and facebook that's kind of dialed into kind of like appeal to this kind of like scarcity thing and if you're like mm. oh god oh god just just watch that like if mm. you think oh god i have to make this decision in the next out just just be kind to yourself and know that that might not be that might not be the wisdom energy that's guiding you this way that way like it will yeah. come with a with a knowing. And it sometimes does. Sometimes it will be like, there are people on my radar now that I know that I want to work with one day, but I, but I know that it's not quite, it hasn't been quite right. And if for some reason it doesn't happen, that's okay. Yeah. But yeah. Follow, following those kind of like God winks, universe winks this way, that way um is really powerful. And if I think about, as you know, you know, a lot of the, the kind of like direction I've been looking in the last three year, few years and the people that I've been hanging out and working with, if I trace back the how of those things happening,
1: mm.
0: you know, perhaps the most profound connection to one of my kind of mentors, teachers that I've had, seems like this very off chance grabbing of a book in a charity shop, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, but, mental.
0: But it, so I don't know, because for the scientifically minded, it's like, oh yeah, whatever, synchronicity is like, you know, no no such thing as coincidence bullshit. But my, my read on is, if I just listen to that voice in my head and smile at it and then just sort of follow the kind of things that look like nudges, my life becomes more wonderful, mystical, magical, enjoyable, full of joy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I don't know, like, you know, if you, if, if that makes sense to you, awesome. And if it doesn't, then you'll find your way of navigating what's right for you. I have no doubt about that. Um, But yeah, that's a nice way to put it actually. And if, if you see things ping up a few times and, your curiosity's peaked then maybe there's something worth looking at there and maybe and just because that thing that you're looking at you've had a bunch of people that are like rolling their eyes all the rest of it maybe that you know we don't ever want to shut that stuff out but maybe it's not right for them and it is right for you um yeah yeah. And I've had that same feeling as well. You know, obviously things like Instagram and Facebook ads, they're designed to kind of target us in one, at one level.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm not, I'm not advocating no, for sure. that. um, and, and this wasn't an ad by the way. <laughs> I wasn't just like duped at three o'clock in the morning in my overtiredness. And, and yet, and yet that's not the whole picture, is it?
0: Because for example, I mean, we've spoken about this. If we were going to put together like a say a a facebook ad to try and get this podcast out to more people you know some people might look at that and be very cynical but we live in a world with a way of reaching people and the dissemination of information and and who knows like there's there's i think about some things that i've bought off the back of you know those kinds of things that have completely changed my life and are (laughs) deeply enriching and full of love and full of soul so it's not black and white. It doesn't mean um, that because you saw it on Facebook, it's a load of fuckery, and because you saw it in your independent bookshop round the corner, therefore it must be this. This can only be. It, it's like just dis- use your discernment. Use your kind of internal GPS on this journey. It looks important to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got it, buddy. I was just thinking about when I um, I like so working with um, with Scott, I circled him for a long time. And I remember that feeling of urgency and scarcity. Oh no, I need to! And and thankfully, I didn't get pulled into that because it wasn't the right time. Um, you know, it it had to play out the way that it did. And then I I look back now on the connections that I made through working with him in the way that I did, and the 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 teachings and the people that that led me on to it's it, it's utterly incredible. And so. It, it's it, it's with gentleness and ease that you make these decisions that the thing that i left this lady with on the call was like you know i'll, I'll send you some follow up i'll send you all the, the bits and pieces and just contemplate it go out and have a walk don't be in any rush see how it feels mm. come back and ask me any questions that you have she was very um as sometimes happens you know people are kind of eager to make a move to do something mm. and i was trying to encourage her to just like let let it settle like it it'll and I kept saying to her, it'll all work out it will you, and you don't need to see exactly how it's all going to work out either but it will just keep being led by that part of you that the part that feels um unmistakable versus the the part of you that's scared and fearful
0: i don't think i could think of a better place to leave it i don't even feel like i want to say something silly wow
1: something's going on you want some kind of meds or something
0: no maybe i've got a joke
1: nope quick end it uh i'm trying to think what do you do if you see a spaceman don't know parking it man that's the only joke i know oh yeah that's
0: quite good yeah that's quite good i quite i I quite like this one um what did the what did the buddhist say to the hot dog seller
1: oh i like this one
0: (laughs) make me one with everything with everything
1: (laughs) i like that one
0: um
1: knock knock who's there interrupting cow Interrupting, cow
0: <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right. What What's this? <laughs> what this? Did you say Did you say something? Am I just I don't,
1: You I don't did, know. No. Me
0: neither. But there's one coming the other way.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Have a nice week. <laughs> okay.